Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot-tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with three locations, 1303 East County Road 200 South in Danville, 7410 West U.S. 36 in Danville, and 2238 West U.S. Highway 36 in Danville. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 31 31- 745-2700 or by going to their website hawkeyestorageunits.com Hello folks, this is Fred Young Kentucky Headhunters. You're listening to Alan on WYRZ This is Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger. Alan is a Hendricks County native who talks with your favorite entertainers. Sights and Sounds is sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. And now your host, Alan Kiger. Hello, I'm sitting here with uh, Gary Peterson of the Guess Who. Gary, how are you this morning? I'm doing marvelous. We just came back from the great Northwest uh, of the United States playing in uh, Seattle and Kennewick, Washington. So it was a beautiful uh, couple of days there with the people out there. Well, I tell you, we just, uh, it was been just a little over a week since we saw you here in Indianapolis at the Dead Indiana Free Stage. And I, I think the fans had a uh, quite a great time. What, what can you tell us about that show? Well, I can tell you that we had a great time. <laughs> and yeah, I, I suppose that when I, when I examine how the people reacted, I think you could say on their behalf that they had a great time there. It's, uh, you know, in this business, we, we can't do it by ourselves. We need the audience and the people I would say it was a success. Yeah, a success. There was, I mean, I would say thousands of people in the audience. I don't know exactly how many, you know, and it's at a free stage. And you guys put on a, a wonderful performance. The weather cooperated with us earlier that day. Uh, Dia talked about getting caught in the rain, which I think everybody else that was there had been caught in the rain. The weather was just perfect. And you guys just started off. It, it was just a w- wonderful evening. Um, one of the things I'm going to uh, to talk about, uh, D-, D Sharp happened to mention that uh, off of your latest album, The Future Is What It Used To Be, that you guys went and made some videos. And they were made here in Indiana. But not only did you make videos, this was the first time in your career where you'd actually really made a music video. Yeah, I mean, the, the band, the original band was not a radio generation so there were no uh, videos to be made uh, to be released with singles that was to come much later in the 80s um, and 90s and of course up until now so yeah it was my first time and we uh, we uh, we happened to, to do three uh, videos off the album uh, the first being playing on the radio, the second one being in America, and the third one haunted, which are are all up on our our social media page for pe- people to go out there on uh, Facebook or on on the the uh, website, and they can view those videos there. Yeah, and I've, I've watched all of them. They're all on your on your website. Um, 
one thing I, I knew one of them, uh, you got the director got an award. Can you tell us about that? Exciting. I watched your watched all the videos. Um, in America, it looked to me like it was uh, also done in the Fort Wayne area. Was it done at that Sweetwater Pavilion? No, it was done at the amphitheater in Fort Wayne. Okay, amphitheater. Okay. Yeah. Um, how many times? You know, you said you've had just a, a great relationship with Indianapolis. Do you know how many times do you think you've been to Indianapolis over the course from 1965 to 2018? Yeah, I, I can't even, I can't even, uh, but, but as I said, we used to play of the night, you know, you played a, a lot of your new stuff and you played all the old hits that everybody would want to hit. And uh, one of the ones I want to, our fans to listen to here is uh, American Woman. What can you tell me about that song that you like before we jump in and play it? Guess who has just made recently an appearance in Indianapolis at the Bed Indiana Free Stage. 
Uh, Gary, before I let you off the, the phone here, is there anything you want to tell the fans? Is there any uh, upcoming news or anything that you want to share with them? Uh, no, I just I would like to say that as I as I mentioned earlier that you know um, we come from the radio era and the, and the, there was a definitely an equation for success in that era, which was the band with its music, the record company that put out records, the disc jockeys that uh, played the records and and press that, that wrote about the band. Well, I'm here with uh, D Sharp of the Guess Who. How are you today, D? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh, do an interview here with us at WYRZ. My pleasure. Uh, I'd like to talk to you a little bit. Hey, first of all, you had a great concert here in Indianapolis. Uh, I think all the fans that showed up there, I mean, it was a nice crowd. I think they had a great time. You were super energetic on stage and a, and a great Show me. Thank you. I, I ate my Wheaties that day. <laughs> I think you did. I, I think you got caught in the rain earlier that day like everybody else had, too. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, okay. I, 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 I thoroughly enjoy it. I like, uh, I like that's my favorite part of playing is actually, you know, making that connection with the people. That's, that's, uh, that's, oh, that's the fun part for me. As you know, because I have to play the songs over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> does, that ever, does that ever get old, or is it just uh, just something that you just learn to do? Well, like I said, it's the people that that, that make the difference. It's it's the, it's the, it's playing for the for the for a different audience every night, and the and, and the the uh, connection that you that you make with them is what makes each song different any on any given night. Okay. And everybody has different memories of 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 and signposts along the way of their the, you know the soundtrack to their lives, right? Okay. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I I think everybody that night had a, just a, a great time, and I don't think everybody realized what a great time they were going to have until you guys just came out there and lit it on fire. Yeah, I, I, you know, it seems like a lot of people say that <laughs> now. And, uh, um, so, uh, uh, and, and it really, uh, it really, it really came together when when when. Um, when Rudy joined, in my opinion, no, I mean, we were always, I mean, my approach has always been pretty much the same, but, but, uh, having, having a guy like that really, really up the, uh, up the game for me because he's such an excellent performer. Yeah. I, I just got off the phone with him earlier. I, I personally, yeah, have a there's not many guys like him. No, I think he's one of your... You know, you don't want to discount anybody else on the bass or their energy level, but he's definitely one of the top players there is out there playing the bass. Yeah, exactly. And and he's been around for so long. I mean, he just there's just not many people with a his experience and and uh, 
and, and B is energy. I mean, he's 68 years old and he runs around like I do. Oh, wow. Well, I'm a, no, I'm not that much younger, but but still, he's uh, it's pretty it's pretty impressive. You're pretty limber up there on the stage, getting down on the guitar. And you and yeah, yeah, and, uh, and I paid for it. I paid for it the next day too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I always I always look at it this way. You know, like Pete Townsend used Pete Townsend used to say, if you're not getting injured, you're not doing it correctly. That makes sense. He should know. <laughs> Uh, well, let's talk about the uh, new CD that you guys have out. Uh, the future is what it used to be. Uh, I see that you co-produced this with Will, and uh, you wrote a lot of the songs and uh, co-wrote, I think, the rest of them, except for, uh, yeah. I think you co-wrote all of them, or wrote them. That's, that's right. Uh, what's your favorite part about writing a song? You know what? What uh, it comes to you that you know makes makes one where you think, hey, this is the one we need to put on the album because I'm sure there's a thousand of them sitting on the shelf somewhere. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, uh, uh, some of the songs I wrote quite, you know, maybe ten years ago, you know, and and they were uh, they were I I wrote some of them specifically with this band in mind. Okay. As opposed to, you know, digging through my catalog and saying, guys, what do you think of this song or that song? I mean, I, I sat down and I, you know, and I, I wrote them for, from from scratch saying, this is going to be a guess who song. Do you know what I mean? And uh, and then when Will joined, we uh, we composed the the rest of them, which was you know I, I think five or five or six. So some of them some of them had been floating around for a while, and we had been playing about three of them. We'd been jamming them with the with uh, with some of the former members, and uh, so they they kind of morphed into what they became. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's play one that you uh, co-wrote with Shaw and with Evan. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to uh, In America, let the fans listen to that. Uh, that was uh, one of the songs in your encore. What can you tell us about that song? Uh, well, uh, that, uh, okay, let me, let me think about this for a second. That, that lyric, I wrote that lyric actually a long, long time ago. And, uh, uh in the wake of the, uh, of the, uh, 2008 financial crisis. <laughs> and yeah, and, and I had it, I had it sitting around forever. And I, and I did a little demo on a tour bus one day when we were doing some shows. And then when, it, when we, uh, we needed one more song for the record near the end. We had, we had almost finished everything, and we wanted to write something a little more up-tempo and, and bluesy. So what happened was uh, the three of us got together and basically finished the song. Will, Will came up with the, with the intro line, and, 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 and we just kind of pieced uh, what I'd already had together. I mean, I pretty much had all the lyrics already, and... Uh, and it, it actually turned out great. It, it's one of my favorite songs because we, we kind of stretched out and did the jammy thing at the end. Um, and there's uh, Leonard uh, does the sax solo in the live show. Right. He does the trade-off with Will, but that doesn't happen on the record. We did it with keyboard and, and harp instead, but uh, we just felt that the sax 
saxophone singing, and he has it there anyways, and it just adds another uh, dimension to it, and it, it's, it's kind of a cool visual as well, you know what I mean? I think that's one of the songs that the, the fans came to life with quite well. Man. Yeah. Yeah, we did a video for it as well. Yeah, I've watched the video, uh, and let's just go ahead and tell the fans that make sure they get out there to... Uh, their website, which is theguesswho.com, uh, which there's bios on everybody on there. Uh, there's three videos on there. It's a great website. Um, I was I was going to do another here with a new song, but I kind of want to go back to uh, something that you said. What makes it special each night is uh, your your performance with the audience and the audience participation. Um, and instead of playing another new song here, I think we ought to play. One that you guys came out with after the intro of the start of the live show was uh, Clap for the Wolfman, which really got the crowd going, and you were energetic and up there clapping, and really just set the ball rolling. So let's just uh, let our listening audience, let's listen to uh, Clap for the Wolfman. Sounds good to me. Clap for the Wolfman. Clap for the Wolfman. I'm speaking to Rudy Sarzo today of the Guess Who. How are you, Rudy? Uh, it's a pleasure, Alan. How you doing? How are things in Indiana? Um, it's overcast and rainy. That's been... Oh, perfect. We, we've perfect had, uh, weather for, for making music. Yes, it is. Well, tell me a little bit about your process about how you got into the Guess Who. Oh, yeah. Uh, very simple. I was touring in a band, and um, uh, Seth Jordan happened to be on tour with us. And I uh, and Sass is married to Derek Sharp, our lead singer. And uh, so when they were looking for a bass player, because Jim, it was a small process with, with uh, Jim Kale, uh, once he, before he decided to retire, uh, he was just like, you know, easing off, going up the road. And then I, I started subbing with him, for him. And then once he decided to retire, they asked me if I wanted to become a permanent member of the band. That's pretty exciting. Uh, now, let's just clue the fans in here a little bit about your background. Of uh, Just go ahead and tell us who all you've been playing with or been a part of the bands. Oh, yeah. I started off my career as a recording artist and, and touring professional with, uh, with Ozzy Osbourne back in 1981. Uh, thanks to Randy Rhodes who uh, recommended me for, for the job. Because he already, I already played with him in the first incarnation of uh, of Choir Riot, the pre-Metal Health years. And uh, then after that, I went back uh, to Choir Riot for the Metal Health uh, version of the band. And then after that, uh, let's see, White Snake. Then another Choir Riot reunion. Uh, then Dio, Louis Chacolt, uh and the Guess Who. That's a pretty exciting career. Now, a lot of your uh musical background there is more of a, I'm going to say heavy metal or, you know, part of that was glam rock, you know, hair bands, whatever you want to call it. But when you got on stage with the Guess Who, man, you just came to life. I, I really enjoyed the show. Well, you know, I grew up with the British Invasion and the Guess Who was a major part of that. You know, I'm talking about the, uh, the mid to late 60s. I was already playing Guess Who music growing up, you know, in my high school bands and stuff. 
And so I was, uh, you know, that is part of the of the of my uh, the soundtrack of my life. And uh, I really didn't start playing heavy metal until I joined Ozzy in 1981, uh, because there weren't really that many heavy metal bands around. The, the real heavy metal bands were English bands, and I was in. I grew up in Miami, and then I started touring in the Midwest before I. I settled in Los Angeles in the late 70s. And Los Angeles, I mean, you know, even if you look at early Van Halen, that's still not really heavy metal if you compare it to Black Sabbath and Deep Purple, you know. So, uh, like, again, when I joined Ozzy Osbourne, that's when I really started playing heavy metal. But, but before then, I was playing with all sorts of music. Well, it, uh, I'm telling you, and I don't know how this whole band got put together by Gary, but when you look through it, um, you know, you know, I mean, Gary's the only original member from day one, but it's almost like an all-star band that he has assembled. Uh, when people yeah, absolutely, you, yes. you know, you're going to get everything, you know, there's just so, so much talent up there on the stage. Maybe the most talented group of guys I maybe have seen on stage with several different forms of backgrounds. Very well, it's, it, it, it's really an honor and a pleasure for me to be on stage with the guests. So every single musician is just outstanding. And, and beyond the musicianship, I mean, we have uh, two producers in the band, you know, Derek Sharp and Will Ivankovic. Uh, and Will, who is our other guitar player, in addition to Derek, he's uh, he's a producer. He um, he co-produces the Styx records. He just did the Mission, the last Styx record with Tommy Shaw, co-produced and co-wrote that. And now they're they're looking into the future, you know, with more recordings with that uh, with Styx. And in addition to producing Derek and 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 Will, the new Guess Who record that actually was released last year. Yes, uh, the future is what it used to be. Off, off of that new CD that you guys are on, what is your favorite song to play off of there? Oh, there's so many. Uh, you know, I've played on a couple of songs because by the time that I joined the band, uh, most of the record had been uh, recorded, uh, the bass tracks. So I got in time to record two songs in there. And, uh, <coughs> but I really enjoyed the three songs that we play live, which I did not get to record on. But... They're, they're beautiful songs. And, you know, I just enjoy them just as, just as much as if I had originally recorded them, you know. And uh, uh, we do three of them live. And uh, I don't know. I, I think Haunted might be my favorite one because there's so much emotion in that song. Okay, well, let's just, uh, let's just play Haunted for our audience right now. This is Haunted, the new Guess Who, off of the latest CD, The Future is What It Used to Be. and got three new videos out and I be believe was that Haunted was that the first video that came out off of the CD? Uh, let, let me look no actually playing on the radio was the first video that we made and then Haunted was the second one and both the second and the third video were recorded uh, were videoed in Fort Wayne, Indiana you know 
pretty exciting, uh, right? It, it, yeah, the third one being in America. Uh, Rudy, um, you've also, what I've done, my little background here, you've got your own base, is that correct? Your own model? Yes, as a matter of fact, it's in my lap right now. <laughs> it's in your lap right now, all right. I'll let yeah, you I'm that. playing. <laughs> uh, on top of being a, a musician, you're also an accomplished writer. You wrote a book called... Uh, off the rails. Off the rails. Yeah. Off the rails. Uh, yeah, I wrote it to answer the number one question I get asked on a tour around the world, which is, what was it like to play with Randy Rose? And it's all in the book. <laughs> Tell fans where they can get a copy of that book. Well, very easy. Uh, you can get it in two formats. One of them is the uh, printed format. You go to you go to uh, Amazon. You can order that in print form. And also Kindle, if you're, you know, if you're into e-reading, e you know, in any of your your preferred e-reader device, or actually on your laptop or, or your iPad, tablet. Okay. Well, that's a pretty exciting news. I read that it was a number one bestseller. Well, yeah, it came out in... Uh, Actually, it was, it's been through about three incarnations or, 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 or publishing of the book. And uh, as of the last one, that, that it's strictly uh, print per order on Amazon and Kindle. That's been about seven years that I've had it in that format. And when it first came out, yes. And, and it's still in the, in the, in the top ten in Kindle, but in the, uh, in the metal uh, uh, version, which is really amazing because it's been out on Kindle for seven years and it's still in the top ten, so that is pretty amazing. That is very amazing. Well, hey, Rudy, I just want to thank you for taking the time to uh, give our listeners a little uh, knowledge about yourself and how you wound up with the Guess Who. And I want to thank you for your time. And, you know, for all the fans out there, if you get a chance to see the Guess Who, highly recommend it. It was a great show. Um, I think you guys had a ball up there. It looked like everybody was having fun. Oh, yeah, we always do, every single night. It's a, it's a celebration, a celebration of the band as it is today, of our friendship and brotherhood of the guests, too, and also a celebration of the magnificent legacy of the band. Well, Rudy, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Alan. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. You've been listening to Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger. Sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. Join us the first Saturday of every month at 4 p.m. on 98.9 FM and WYRZ.org. Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with three locations, 1303 East County Road 200 South in Danville, 7410 West U.S. 36 in Danville, and 2238 West U.S. Highway 36 in Danville. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 316 316- 7-745-2700 or by going to their website hawkeyestorageunits.com